0: Good morning, Um, this is going to be a channel where I just express myself, so without um, any further ado or any interruptions, we're just going to call me Skylar for now. Um, I decided yesterday that I was going to create this podcast channel mostly to just um, express myself and talk about things that bother me i thought about it long and hard and i decided that um, i'm not gonna edit anything it's just gonna be raw so if there are any mistakes accept it like that i don't want anything polished i want this to be true in the moment because i want my readers well my listeners <laughs> to capture I feel um, I don't want to be seen as a fake person I highly despise uh, anything that has to be rehearsed fake well thought out I'm a very impulsive person which is kind of weird considering I'm a very logical person or so I've been told so yeah today I'm gonna discuss my relationship with my mom. Now hear me out. I know most of you must be thinking, what's so interesting about your relationship with your mom? It's a loving relationship, right? Wrong. I have a very, very unorthodox, volatile relationship with my mother. I grew up in a Christian household now before you think there's nothing really bad about christianity she i say she because i don't consider myself part of any religion i grew up pentecostal and in a pentecostal household things are extremely like high or low there's no in between so i think that played a huge part in who I am today. Um, we grew up Pentecostal, and I wasn't allowed to wear jeans, pants, leggings, shorts, anything that basically closed your legs or covered your legs. It was mostly skirts, just skirts and dresses, even in the winter. So it was. Extremely weird for me growing up at first like the first grade to the fifth grade wasn't that bad because we had uniform So I didn't really think anything of it. It started really hitting me and dawning on me how Sad I felt and how controlled I felt in the sixth grade But up until then I had a very good relationship with my mother, you know, I I went to her whenever I needed to talk to her She was there to protect me, provide food, you know, um, everything and anything that a mother's supposed to do. Or I'm assuming because I don't really recall her being bad to me before that. Just normal incidents that any child would, you know, get into and their parents would reprimand them. Nothing special. But once I hit. Junior high school, that's when it really started getting crazy. Like, I remember my first kiss, I cried because I thought I was pregnant. And it was because it was so extreme. You know, you're not allowed to talk to the opposite sex. You're not allowed to wear jeans. You're not allowed to wear jewelry. You're not allowed to wear makeup. You can't paint your nails. Not even a light pink. That was a sin. Um, obviously none of my friends were Pentecostal, so it was a big problem. Everything I did was a problem. And she somehow knew everything I was doing. And she would always use the excuse that God spoke to her. God told her this. And she was always right. So I started thinking, man, I really can't stand this God person. You know, I can't do anything. And I'll be honest with you, I was a tough child, but not tough as, like, you would think. Like, I didn't do drugs, I didn't drink, I didn't have sex like everyone else was having around me. Um, It was more of a, I had anger issues, and I didn't know how to express them, so I would write everything down. Everything was pent up. Um, and then finally I just started I couldn't I couldn't take it anymore that was being accused of drinking I was drinking being accused of smoking I was being accused of not being a virgin you know I never even seen a penis so it started getting worse when I was 13 Um, I entered high school and at this point in time I realized I really, really, really don't wanna be part of this horrific religion that she's talking about. I met my best friend at the time, whose name was Kyler, and I realized that we had a lot in common. At that time, I used to listen to a lot of um, Good Charlotte, Simple Plan, Avril Lavigne. I actually dressed a lot like Avril Lavigne and um that was my nickname in high school i thought i was going to be a freak because i only wore skirts and ironically the most popular guy in school took a liking into me and he gave me the nickname pikachu so that nickname came about because i'm short and extremely feisty so everyone in school either called me avro or called me Pikachu and that's how I became popular and the more I became popular the more I realized that there was nothing wrong with me that there was nothing wrong with wanting to branch out. my music wasn't demonic as she recalled it it was okay to wear black Um, a lot of the things I was doing was normal there were kids that were doing worse than I was You know, the majority of the people surrounding me at 13 had already had sex, had already had boyfriends, had bodies, you know, on them. I never even touched the penis, you know? So I was pretty pure. I had my first boyfriend and we didn't do anything. We didn't kiss. We didn't do anything. We didn't even hold hands because... I was so afraid that um, I would get pregnant from just holding hands. So that should give you more or less an idea of how extreme this was. And I remember going to church Tuesdays, well, Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, sometimes Saturdays, Sundays, sitting there and imagining what it would feel like to wear a pair or how pretty would my nails look if I painted them. Like I would go to school and use markers and paint my nails and then ferociously try to remove the color before I got home. I would use strawberry to rub it all over my lips to see what they would look like if I had some red in them. So this should tell you more or less of how extreme things were and then she began to go to the Dominican Republic a lot to see her first husband I say first husband because that's who she married before that's not who um, she was with um, I started noticing the change in her she was more focused and fixated on him and wanting to see him and expecting me to keep her secret. I mean she didn't do anything to my knowledge but what the hell did I know, right? So if she became more fixated on that, less fixated on me. I saw how she would put my brother down because of his studies. I was always the smarter one when it came to academics. And it made me feel really bad that she would put my brother down. You know, she would call him stupid behind his back. She would tell me, I don't think he's going to do well in school the way you're doing. And it bothered me because my little brother, to me, was my sanctuary. He was my best friend. You know. And we had a very close relationship regardless of whether she, um, she wanted us to be that close or not so growing up it was just a nightmare you know and I couldn't really tell anybody the things that my mom would say the things that my mom would do because every time I had told people oh my mom pissed me off they would say well that's your mom you know it's normal but the stuff she did to me was not normal you know she'd read my diary and then she'd use it against me. She'd talk about it with people from church. She'd talk about it with her neighbors. You know, she would tell people that I was doing things that I actually wasn't. You know? So it got me really, really, really upset because here I am thinking, my best friend is the pastor's daughter and her grandfather molested her. And I kept that a secret. And she was running around you know, doing crazy things with boys in church and they had stuff like gonorrhea and syphilis and abortions and girls kissing girls. I was even kissed by a girl and then I was told to keep quiet. You know? That this is not normal. This is an abomination. You can't do it. And I felt like, what the hell? I wasn't the one who kissed you. You were the one who kissed me i didn't even think about kissing you you know so there were a lot of things going on behind closed doors that i was forced to just not mention and then here i was thinking i'm being reprimanded for just wanting to listen to music that's not christian or just painting my nails you know just very simple pure things compared to what everyone else was doing so um, the relationship was getting more volatile. It was getting a little worse and worse and worse. And I wasn't allowed to express how I felt because everything from her was shut down with, well, what do you know? I'm your mom, you know? That's not that's not um, of God. That's not godly behavior. You're supposed to be a Christian. You're supposed to preach to your friends about how happy you are in this religion you know and I really wasn't I was miserable I remember crying really badly every day and through high school it was even worse you know she kicked me out because I just wanted to hang out at the park with the guy that I was I guess you could say dating who's the father of my child now my first my first child I have two children my daughter's 11 um, I'm 30 she kicked me out she said that I was on um, having sex when I wasn't I was dating him from the age of 13 14 we broke up he was verbally abusive he began to be verbally abusive he started doing drugs he was smoking pot um, he would his mood was changing very irritable um verbally just aggressively getting worse it escalated in school to the point where we would argue and people began to notice that something was wrong i remember one time in science class he he was extremely jealous and i told him that i wanted to start wearing pants in school behind my mom's back since I knew that she wouldn't buy them for me and my best friend not Skylar anymore because Skylar actually went through this phase where she wanted to commit suicide so they removed her from school and um, I became friends with another girl whose name I will not mention let's just call her CD. so CD basically became my sister the sister that I never had and um, she, every time my mom would kick me out, she would take me in. Her mom became my mom. You know, she they started buying me clothes, school supplies. Um, the guy that I was dating, which is my daughter's father, um, started going to see me over there. It just they became my family, and I remember that basically he became more controlling and you know my body was changing I started going to puberty when I was in the fourth grade but it really hit when I was in high school and you couldn't really see it because I was hiding behind the long skirts and the big sweaters so that day one of the guys in class was looking at me and let's call him Scooby which was my boyfriend at the time. Scooby got really upset. And Scooby said, Hey, I heard that so-and-so is trying to talk to you. And I looked at him like he was crazy because I'm like, you're my first boyfriend. We've been together for three years. All we've done is make out. You weren't even allowed to touch my breasts. And we were both virgins. Do you really, really think that... I was gonna be with another guy, especially how shy I was and how, you know, just, I was just so quiet and there was no way. And we got into an argument, like a really bad argument. It really escalated. Next thing I know, he snatches the necklace that he bought for me, rips it out of my, like, neck. And I grab scissors. And that's when I realized i can't be with him this is bad you know i almost tried to stab him like that's crazy so we both got suspended and that was my high school years with him we broke up we got back together we broke up we got back together we got into arguments he got suspended i got suspended and my mom never really tried to understand what was going on she would just always say that it was me that I was the problem even when he started physically abusing me um, I told her and she said that there's no way that Scooby could have done that because he was such a good guy and I was the problem and I was in so much shock because I thought this is supposed to be my mother I'm not lying you know I need her now more than ever and she thinks this is a joke so it really bothered me. It really hurt my feelings. And my relationship with her just started falling apart even more. And I couldn't take it anymore. And throughout the years, you know, I moved out, I got pregnant. She would try to manipulate me. And it became more verbal abuse, throwing things in my face indirectly telling me that I would never be anything because of my choices in life but yet I didn't I didn't fail high school, I didn't fail a grade I never went to summer school I was always an A plus student I never did drugs I still haven't done drugs I actually started drinking at the age that I was supposed to at 21 I I wasn't promiscuous I didn't sleep around I never had an abortion I I don't understand I wasn't one of those girls that posted half-naked pictures on the internet I never got arrested so it just never occurred to me as to why she would say the things that she was saying or treating me the way she was treating me because it just Wasn't fair to me, and the more the older I got, the more repulsive she got, the more judgmental, the more hostile you know, she started just getting physical, and it was just bad. It was to the point where we actually got into a fight in front of my daughter a physical fight because she was trying to force me to let her take my daughter out of the country when she knew that her father and I were going through a really tough time in court. I had to get an order of protection against them and everything. And she didn't care. She thought it was a joke. She said, this is not serious. This is just you guys acting out. And She would tell my daughter that I was irresponsible, that whenever I went to work, I was just hanging out. I wasn't, I was working. I'm a single mom. You know, when we went to court and the judge asked me if I wanted child support, I said no, like I blankly said no. He never gave me money. She didn't help me. And when she did help me, she would always throw it in my face. So how much help could you think that I could possibly accept from her with her constantly throwing this in my face? Everything I did was wrong. If I dyed my hair a certain color, that doesn't look good on you. If I lost five pounds, oh, you're using drugs. If I gained five pounds, oh, you're a fat ass. Why are you swallowing everything that you see in sight? And it just, this was every day, every day. And then when she would go to church, she would pretend like I was her her, her life, you know? She'd tell people, this is the love of my life. This is my daughter. This is my princess. And behind closed doors, she would ignore me, you know? She would cook, and she wouldn't save me food. I had to learn how to do laundry on my own because after a while, and this is while I was still back in high school, she just decided that She didn't want to do my laundry. And then she kept messing up my clothes on purpose. So after a while, I was wearing the same clothing over and over again. Sometimes she would cook. And as punishment, she wouldn't feed me. She would hide the phone from me. Back then, there weren't any cell phones. So if something had happened, God forbid, I couldn't call the cops to report it because she disconnected the phone on purpose. So I wouldn't have access to the phone. So it was pretty, pretty bad, you know, I had to learn how to cook by myself because, you know, it started getting to the point where she would hide the items at home, you know, she started hiding soap, toothpaste, toilet paper, everything, so I just started at a very young age, just learning how to do things by myself, and I guess now, it's just like... I see her and whenever we speak it's really bad you know I feel resentment towards her like I can't I don't know I just don't feel any joy you guys like I know it's it's bad but I don't feel bad because I know what I went through there are some things that I still haven't told you guys but that will be for another day you know I just wanted event I guess because I feel some type of way toward her especially these past few days and I just felt like I had to get that out there because I just I can't deal with it anymore so yeah so until next time I'll see you guys and uh, I hope you guys have a great day stay out of trouble it's August twelfth, 2019 14:28 p.m. and I just had to move from where I was sitting eating my lunch because this creepy ass guy and I don't even know if I can call him a guy I want to say he's an old fart who's 70 years old some Italian white man who just so happens to work in the same building as I do is really obsessed with me and for whatever reason he thinks that I like him even though I've made it clear to him that we're just friends you know he he cleans the um he cleans the no he doesn't clean I'm sorry he's the 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 air-conditioning guy and he's you know he stopped by a couple times but my department to speak to my boss and i'm friendly i guess so you know he said hello because he's elderly i say hello back i see him a couple times you know um and he happens to say hello back you know he asked to take me out to lunch one time i'm not gonna lie i accepted it because i didn't want to be rude but that was it one time the other few times he appeared I buy my salads and I sit right across the little park from work so he just so happens to join me sometimes and it's just really uncomfortable because he invites himself and a couple weeks ago I was walking to Dollar Tree to buy something and he happened to walk up to me catch up i guess you could say decided to sit next to me and one of his friends called me his girlfriend i flipped out and i said i'm not his girlfriend you know don't say that and he gets mad at me and now he texts me he's like i saw you you took your shirt off you know like he's watching me from above the building that is so creepy so i'm just writing to record this i guess in case something happens to me um his name is Frank. I call him Capone. He doesn't know I call him Capone. That is my nickname, so he doesn't know. Just giving you guys a heads up in case something happens. The date is August 17th, 2019, 6:48. I'm on my way to work. It They gravitate to me. It was was a little strange. Our breakfast and then, can I get a medium iced coffee, no sugar, and um, coconut flavor? You guys have okay, okay, can I have that? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. No sugar, please. thank you. I set my own schedule I like I come in from seven to three. But it's not a big deal if I stay a little extra. So, awesome. Nice coffee. You guys, you and everything that's on the sauce is at go? Oh, my am in my pocket. Coffee. Make nice coffee. Yeah, can make it. coffee. माइक कॉफी, Thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys. So, we got my breakfast at seven oh one. 0 one Definitely just speaking. I don't have a set schedule on of these, I'm not late. I think I know what happened but the the guy in ahead of me ordered like a ton of coffee and um sandwiches and he took one that wasn't his. So you know I had to wait. But it's cool because I've decided that I'm not going to stress myself over small things, you know. Back to what I was saying. So, yeah, he's just very negative. Uh, he has tremendously bad luck. It's ridiculous. He's always upset. He's always mad. There's always something wrong, you know. When I first met him, he's always clean. Um, he was Funny. he wasn't as aggressive as he is now his life was sucky but it wasn't I don't know it's just there's just everything with him now is just so sad and it's annoying because like if I wanted to fucking hear sob stories all the damn time oh, i know where to find them but every day It's always I didn't eat today um, Work sucks So it's like At that point in time It's like if your life sucks so much Why don't you fucking make a difference You know Why don't we do something To change it But I don't know It's, It's really annoying If I'm being extremely honest with you guys, I've spoken to him about it. I've gotten to the point even my daughter doesn't want him to come along with us. Even before we used to hang out and do all these things together. But my daughter's like, mommy, I don't want him to come with us. children i adore children um i actually want to open up a rescue home that's what i call it a rescue home Why I say friends with him because I feel so bad for the fact that his mom neglected him in the day. She neglects him very, very much. You know. Um, he doesn't have a very happy life. He just wants to make sure his mom's gonna bother pregnancy you know he's I'm excited for her. Um but inside. I went down. From- do them all in just one run you know it's so dumb at work I guess one of his co-workers we used to work together I know talking about, this person's really really ridiculous and he told him hey I'll take your Saturday shift which you would be out He you could take my Friday shift the person works five hours and that we you won't have to worry about calling out Saturday and I'm like what the fuck? How was that an even exchange? I'm like you should lost a few hours. You know? Like how did that make sense? Like he came to me like so no matter of like, Oh my god, how was he gonna my shift, and I'm not missing my hours, I'm still gonna pay. And I'm like, okay, what do you do and, like, oh. and then he called me the hours and I'm like dude. WPS. No. That's not an equal exchange. You're losing money. Mm-hmm. And you can look at me like, oh, I didn't know that. I you, you can fucking tell. But <sighs> well, whatever. I just got to work, so I'm waiting for the security guard. see you guys when i get the chance bye hey guys i know that i recorded this morning but i'm just so upset right now that i needed to vent. met and oh my god is it hard for me to keep things pg-13 at the moment like honestly speaking i want to explode it's august 17 14:46 p.m and just got out the gym now you would think that because i was at the gym i would be fine but i'm not yesterday last night should i say before my annoying vindictive manipulative narcissistic self-absorbed mother went to church She's in the bedroom complaining with my stepfather. And she's telling him, she's fine actually, before I walk in. And I can hear the conversation outside of her bedroom. And um, I decided to go in and say hello to her. Come so on, guys, because I passing by a store. Okay. So, I go to say hello to her. And as soon as I walk in, she begins her rant. No, because I need to get the fuck out of here. I feel so stressed. She turns to me and she says, You, let's go out after you get out of work tomorrow. Because I need some air. I need to get out. I need to do something. And I'm like... I go to the gym so we can go after the gym if you want and she said yeah because I need to get out of here I'm tired of this I'm tired of everybody and everything and she always does this when either my brother doesn't tell her something or I tell her something now to be a little more specific what I mean by my brother doesn't tell her something is he doesn't tell her where he's going he doesn't tell her what he's doing. He just leaves. Oh. It's frustrating because okay, he's 27, he's grown. But it's not that. That's not the reason why we don't share information with her. I think I said this before in a previous recording. She's really nosy. You know. She will ask you how you're doing to so go and gossip with the first person that's willing to hear her. So, of course, my brother's not going to tell her anything because he doesn't want her to go speak it. I mean, for fuck's sake, she tries to gossip about my brother to me. Like, I'm supposed to be in collusion with her. That's my fucking brother. I love my brother more than I love my mom. And to be quite frank with you, I've, been, I've said this since I was 15. Not to a lot of people. Uh-huh. But I have no problem saying this out loud. I don't love my mom. You know, I don't love my mom. I've never loved her. She's very manipulative. She's a very, very vindictive person. She's miserable. She's sour. She's horrible. She will always make things about herself and she'll fuck up and she'll make it look like you're the one who fucked up and then she'll expect an apology from you. And it's like, lady, I don't know who the hell you think you are, I don't know what you think this is, but that is not how the world works. And she gets mad at me because I tell her how it is. So after she runs and she goes off to her church, she comes back in a shitty ass mood, which is very typical for her, because I thought that church was supposed to be a place where you go to let go and come back feeling renewed i mean at least that's that's what i would want to go to church that's why i don't i don't go to church exactly. like i've never seen that i've never experienced that so it's like you go feeling suffocated and you get out feeling suffocated either you're in the wrong religion or it's clearly something wrong with you. either way you're doing wrong. anyways to make a long oh, God this dream, just thinking about it. To make a very long emotionally abusive story short, I am going to work today, obviously. I got there a little late. You guys heard the podcast. Um, I got in at 7.15, so I have to do my hours. So I left at 3.15. And I usually run for an hour. So I got to the gym like, for work. 40, she's like, no i got sorry, at 3.30, 3.40. 3, 340. Like, well, so if you freaking tell me that you have plans at 4 o'clock don't think for 2 seconds that I'm going to be in different person like you are and decide that I'm still going to go to the gym even though I know you have plans you know but she never texts me so she waits and this is what she does all the time so she tries to flip it on me and I told her well first of all you didn't even tell me you have plans yesterday you could have told me this yesterday you just to tell me this now You could have told me this early in the morning as well. and you didn't do it. So who's fault is that? And she just continued to argue. And I told her, listen, I'm going home once I'm done with my workout, and then I'm going to take a shot. So you have to No, because, no, you have to wait. You know what I'm saying? You have to wait. I'm not going to leave because you want me to leave. You fucked up. If you really wanted to go out, the right thing to do was let me know beforehand because that's what everybody does. That's the smart thing to do. You think that because you're my mother, you can do whatever you want. Like the rules were coffee. Like no, 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 no. Rules still fucking apply. I don't treat my children like they're garbage because I'm their mother. They're not objects. They're human beings. Beans. Little human beings, but with big feelings. It doesn't matter. You don't treat your children like they're crap. It doesn't, matter it doesn't matter if you're 30. You don't treat people like that. Like if you own them, and then you're trying to make me feel bad, like it's my fault. I'm pretty sure you didn't even fucking have crap. Like this is what she does all the time. And I'm sick and tired of this crap. I'm sick of it, you guys. Like she does it all the freaking time. All the freaking time. Every year, up until when my daughter was like seven, six years old. For her birthday, she would always be like, Hey, um, I want to spend time with you guys. Wherever you guys are going, I want to go too. And I kid you not. The day for her birthday, sometimes. Sometimes. She'll be like, oh, you know what? Um, where are you guys going? Because I don't want to be sure about that. I don't want that. This is not about you. This is not your granddaughter. This is what your granddaughter. It's is not about you. You know, push your way to the same day. And then my daughter used to be so upset and so sad and cry. And it reminded me of the same crap her father used to do. He would do the same thing. He never went to a graduation. He never went to a fucking birthday party. He never did anything with her. And he wait to the very last day, the same day of, and, dances and, and I got sick and tired of him breaking her little heart. No, you're supposed to be her freaking father and you're doing this shit to her. I don't want my daughter to grow up with a poker. And then her grandmother is doing the same thing this is why my daughter can't stand her, her own maternal grandmother and this is not something that i instilled in her. head i never told her her grandmother was about this you know she started seeing this on her own. she's not wrong. the same way she started her father's trash she sees the same qualities in her grandmother she's not sweet she's brilliant a little girl smarter than me you know i great about the middle embrace her she bounces off from it and recovers faster than I ever you know? Like I'm just sick and tired of this manipulative crap. Have like, You ever been around someone who just drains the life out of you? Like I feel like I just need a whole new kind of people in my life. My brother never me feel Like this. I adore my brother to pieces. And me and my brother are not even as close anymore because of her. Because she tried to learn the roof will fall and we're so close but like you can size it